0: Andrew Womack Ministries presents this session from the 2014 Summer Family Bible Conference. We pray that the Word of God will come alive in your heart as you
1: listen. Could I use that? All right. Is my lapel mic on? Are you hearing me? Okay, this is on too. I'm about to say something and I'm kind of curious. What am I about to say? Say it out loud. Andrew, he got the whole part. You've got a story, and it's better than you think. Every one of you. And and I'll tell you, I thought the things I had planned this morning. I got some stories for you. I got some videos for you. And I was kind of thinking maybe I was off track a little bit until I heard Andrew teaching. And last night's, uh, he and. Uh, Um, the big cowboy, Dave Dave Hinton. Excuse me, Dave, (laughs) I know you. (laughs) Oh man, what they talked about just rang my bell. And um, I think a lot of us realizing all the things that we do are important. There isn't anybody with an unimportant part in the kingdom. Well, uh, I'm going to now take you on a bit of a journey. And I think to start, I'll read a scripture. I have a scripture uh, with me this morning. It's 1 Corinthians twelve four through 7. Uh, I'm going to read it from the New American Standard Bible. I don't know which one is up there. Oh, look what they did. Those guys are sharp. By the way, you know, the people who work in the back of this room are just amazing. They always have been, but they haven't always had the equipment to do the wonderful things they do now. And we are so happy. Thank you. There are people in this audience who made that possible. And, and I want to say thank you uh, for them to be able to follow us with the right videos and the right sound and, 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 and the visuals to go along with the things we say and share here. They are ministers. Amen. Amen. All right, 1 Corinthians 12:4 through 7, I read it like this. Now, there are varieties of gifts, but the same spirit. And there are varieties of ministries and the same Lord, There are varieties of effects, but the same God who works all things in all persons. I'm just going to stop there, because have you noticed the word variety in there? Three times. And you know, there's a plural, plural. I have never seen a plural, plural. I think it's against the rules in the English language. Varieties, plural, of effects, plural. You know what that is? That's your story. Every one of you. There isn't one story that's not important. And every, it's like your fingerprint and your retina scan. There are no two alike. Is God amazing? And he wants to hear from you. He wants you to revel in your story, celebrate it, share it. Not all of it. <laughs> we learn that in telling stories that there are things to leave on the cutting room floor. All right? But we're going to share a few things with you this morning. Before I begin, I really want to, I'm all excited. My wife is with me. Megan, would you please stand? Say hello to the people. We've been married 28 years. And uh, when I first met her, she had a story. She told me her story. And I think she was basically saying, if you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. (laughs) And I got out of the kitchen about eight times in the first nine years. We had a rough go. But I mean, it's an amazing story. I think someday I will tell, Um, but you know, it involves abuse, it involves murder, it involves suicide, it involves a, a, a terrible beginning and a wonderful ending. Because the story, all of our stories find their place in a bigger story. And there's really, really only one story, just one. And that's the story that began, well, who knows when it began. But for us, I think it began in April, I think it's April 3rd of A.D. 33. Jesus came out of that tomb and he brought our victory and our life with him. That's the story. We're all just telling another version of it and it's so wonderful. It's his life in you and your life in him. That's your story. And there are so many varieties. Well, I'll never get out of a job. I'll never be out of a job. <laughs> All right, and this morning, I want to present some storytellers to you. And before I do that, I'm going to play a little video. I talked about this video in 2011 at the Summer Family Bible Conference. And um, at that time, it was quite a remarkable video. It was what they call viral. About, about four million people had viewed this video I'm about to show you. And I didn't show it to you then because we didn't have this equipment that we have today, and I couldn't. And so today, I can. We're gonna, we're gonna make up for that. And um, so I'm gonna show you this little video to set us up today for what we're gonna talk about. So why don't we go ahead and roll that. And by the way, this video has now been viewed by 19 million people.
2: I wrote the same, but in different words.
3: Thanks love.
1: All right, what you have seen is the power of a story, the power of a storyteller. The blind man had a story. I'm blind, please help. But the lady changed his words. She rewrote it for him. And look at the difference in the bottom line. I, I, that's my heart, to teach that skill everywhere I go, but especially here at CBC. And I'm so glad we, they played that happy video for you to get a look at this place with the students all here. You're here for a conference. But let me tell you something, what this building is about is downstairs. I mean, this is a great, this is a great place to gather. But downstairs, every room has one of these projectors, has one of these screens, and I use one to teach media school. And I also teach a second year class on this very thing, ministry, media, and the bottom line. And um, you know, 15 years ago, Megan and I came to Colorado Springs and met Andrew and Jamie. And uh, Andrew knew that I had been working with Billy Graham that year, and he really wanted to impress me because we were talking about working together. So he and Jamie took Megan and I out to the Western Sizzlin' (laughs) for lunch. Let me tell you, that doesn't happen unless it's dinner. This was lunch. They were working hard. And uh, the rest is history. It was God. God brought us together just like the blind man and the the woman who changed his story. And things began to happen that didn't happen before. And I have been more blessed than anything I've ever done in my life to be here and be a part of this. Seeing this building, and seeing so many of you that I know in this room who we've done stories together, uh, so many things have happened, It just it's just such, I almost just want to stop and just celebrate all of you. But I'm going to move on. You may know that in this building now, uh, we are housed with third-year schools, and uh, we have several schools that now uh, programs that go for the third year. There's the business school, uh, media, ministry, missions, and worship. I'm privileged to lead the media school, but I have directors who actually work on the ground with the school every day. I have a department downtown where I produce Andrew's television programs. Uh, and I have to stay down there most of the time, but I get to come up and teach now and then. Um, and so, with this, um, you know, we we find that media uh, is an opportunity for us to develop storytellers. There are stories, and then there are storytellers. You all have a story. You may need a storyteller to help you tell it. And I, again, just looking out here, I see stories, healing journeys. I I see transformed lives that we've had the privilege of telling your story, how awesome it is for me to travel the world. I just came back from a trip with Andrew uh, in many countries and in every country we found people who have seen healing. Oh, I think I've just been upstaged. Okay, I know when to quit. I want you to meet a story, okay? This is a story, a special, special story. Now, first of all, uh, I want to talk to the special guest here to, here tonight. I want to introduce you to somebody. OK, so hang with me. This, this is peanut butter. All right? Now, now, peanut butter is a special miniature horse with a mission. All right, Peanut butter actually is a missionary. Now, aren't you? OK. <laughs> All right, you know? In the Bible, you have a cousin who talked. (laughs) But if you talk today, I'm in big trouble. I won't get this crowd back. All right. But you know, I got to say something, just just because this is really special. Uh, This is a minister that goes into into elder care centers, hospices, places where people are confined and brings joy. Uh, Peanut butter's favorite fruit of the spirit joy. You're about to see joy because I'll tell you what, I've got a storyteller in the room who's going to tell you what's going on here. We've got a video to roll. Let's roll it and I'll introduce you to the storyteller.
4: Cast me not off, nor send me away in the time of old age. Forsake me not, when my strength is spent and my power fails. I think that speaks volumes to today's society and how I really feel. Um, so yeah, that's that's Mellow Memories. What we did is we took our first visit December of 08. I went to Evercare Hospice and Palliative Care. And I went through their volunteer program and then I said, you know, I know you take dogs in, what about a miniature horse? And they just jumped on it. Eighty percent of our visits right now are with um, the seniors who are shut in bedridden. I remember sitting there after I'm finished with my first visit. and I'm in the parking lot and I'm holding onto the wheel and I am yelling at God, I cannot do this. I cannot fix these people. I just can't. And you've got the wrong person for this. And he said, you're right, you can't fix them. But the few minutes that you're talking to them, the five, ten, whatever you're talking to them, they're forgetting about their cancer. They're forgetting about um, no one has come to see them. They're forgetting about their pain. He says, that's what you're there for. And I says, after that it was much easier to do the visits. (laughs) We had a wheelchair race, believe it or not, and the two ladies that did the wheelchair race were just a hoot. and. We're just standing there looking like we're running because we're jogging back and up and down and everything, and we're making them come on, hurry up. No, 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 we're ahead. No, 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 we're ahead. No, 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 come on, you gotta go faster. And we have the staff members get involved. And the ladies, the gentlemen, they, th- you know, it brings back childhood. It brings back so many memories and enjoyment, laughter. That's what I want to see. I want to see these residents laugh.
1: Well, you met Peanut Butter, meet Ginny Mills. Thank you. Now you know her a little better because of a storyteller. Uh, Ginny, thank you so much for bringing Peanut Butter in here today and I know you have uh, uh, one of her sisters, is it?
4: I have Lockett that we'll be visiting.
1: She's got a, she's got a whole variety of these horses that do this work. They also have a ranch where special needs children come to Black Forest to their ranch and work with these horses and find new skills. I just want to commend her for all this fine work. And I heard about her years ago, and I'm going to tell that story now. She's going to take uh, peanut butter back out. They'll be out front. Uh, They are a ministry, and I don't know if your heart's been touched, but if God speaks to you to help them, I think they'd appreciate it. Uh, I, know, I know that some of you would like to do that. So they'll be out front after uh, the session at noon. All right. Thank you, Ginny. Thank you, God bless you. Thank you, very much. <laughs> you too, peanut butter. This story has so many aspects to it because I, didn't, I would never have known about Ginny except teaching my class about six years ago I had a couple of uh, of husband and wife in my class listening to me talk. And in my talk, I presented a video that had been done before there was a media school. And by the way, there was not a media school at this time. I was simply teaching a second year class on media. And uh, before that, years before that, Autumn Dill, who was Autumn Dill at the time, had come into my department, and she'd come in as a CBC student wanting to do media. She had skills, so I brought her in as an employee into the television department. And uh, Autumn wanted to do what you just saw. She wanted to capture a ministry in video and help them tell their story. And I just encouraged her as much as I could. And she was highly skilled. She, She ended up being like my number one employee in every job I gave her. And she was just really excellent. And in that time, however, she did did her very first video. She didn't wait to graduate, she just went right after it. She found a fellow student named Katie Peake from England who wanted to do a special ministry in England uh, with abused horses and abused children, bringing them together in a therapeutic environment. This is something that we're finding happening around the world. And she had that vision to do it when she came to Karis Bible College. But she didn't have the means, and so it was a dream. So Autumn got with her and made the first video that I am aware of, of this type at Karis Bible College. And I call it the Katie Peak video. Let me tell you, it's a bit primitive. Production technique was not highly polished. Autumn's part was great, but we had an endorsement that had to come from someone in Oregon on a ranch similar to this, and it was a little rough. But they put that endorsement in because it was important that Katie be endorsed by someone, rather than just tell her own story. This is storytelling. Katie went back to England and played the video that Autumn uh, had done for her. And she played it in a church. I believe it was a Church of England. And a man came and donated the land and the barn for her to do that ministry in England. So I was telling that story to my class, and uh, Warren and Kathy Lutz were sitting there drinking it up, and they knew Ginny, and they brought Ginny to my attention. And I have wanted to see Ginny's ministry go out. Let me tell you something that I think is special about it. You may know that out of a Karis Bible College classroom, uh, people began feeding homeless people a number of years ago, back in the 90s when we were very small, even before I came. And out of that classroom came one of the most successful ministries uh, to the homeless and to uh, rehab that that is known. It is the most successful. It's looked to in the entire region of the United States now. It's called Springs Rescue Mission, birthed out of CBC. And uh, we want to tell their story again. We haven't told it enough because it's a marvelous thing. But do you know something about Springs Rescue Mission? They go places Andrew can't go in Colorado Springs. Because they're helping the whole community through what they're doing, doors open for them far beyond those that would open for Andrew. He would walk in, and he would say, get your thumb out of your mouth. He would say, you need the baptism of the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues, and 95% of the Colorado Springs audience would get up and leave. (laughs) They need to hear it, and they can hear it. But you know what? That ministry goes into every home in Colorado Springs now, and people are supporting it from every part of the city because it's good for the whole city. Ginny's work is like that. And I see the day when this entire city will support Peanut Butter and her sisters doing this work. All right, so we had to get them started. So they got started by being inspired by Autumn's video. Autumn, would you stand? She started this. She started it all, and um, she is now with her husband, Jeff Nakala, who's behind that camera right over there. Yeah. Without them, we'd have no media school. And they are doing just an awesome job in there. And I'm so blessed to see their growth over the years into this position, it just fills me up. All right. so. Now, um, I also uh, uh, like to teach our students, when they come into the school, you know, we have missions uh, trips that go out of Karis Bible College every year all around the world. They're marvelous, incredible that lives are changed. And for years, I have asked the students to take pictures and videos and bring them back so that I can put together a report, a story of the trip. And it's exceedingly hard to do. Uh, I think basically because most of you are tourists. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. You, you're getting memories. So you all line up in front of Mount Rushmore and somebody takes a picture, you know, or you go to, you, you go to a landmark and, and, that, and that's your memory. And uh, you, might, you may know how to shoot a service in, in action and you may not. Mostly not. Okay, our students are blessed, they minister wonderfully, but we don't get to tell the story. And so for a long time, I've wanted to see this happen. And in the media school, um, I teach the difference between being a tourist with a camera and being a storyteller with a camera. Autumn and Jeff do the same thing. And uh, we have a student here today that I'm gonna introduce. Oh, you know, before I go on, I've missed somebody. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. Before I move on, I have to introduce the storyteller on Ginny's story of Mellow Memories. Would you please uh, give a hand to Amanda Bassett? Please stand, Amanda. Something special in that person. Um, And I'm not sure how it got there, but when I saw that video and I saw someone with the instinct to to shoot close-ups of the hands touching, to shoot close-ups the way that she did at the point she did and put them in the story at the place she put them in so that you could feel what that ministry means and what it's like for those people to touch those horses. And the chariot race, let me tell you something. Do you know, I don't know any of us who could have captured that chariot race in that care center. Only someone with a special spirit about her could do that because the staff won't let it happen. They're very protective. There are a lot of laws, a lot of lawsuits. And they're all afraid. Amanda got through all the barriers. That woman is special. And I look for great things from her. (laughs) How could I have forgotten my great (laughs) cue? Oh, Amanda. And you know what? I'll tell you something else about her. A few years ago, she was having 200 seizures a day. She's a healing journey. We'll mm. tell a marvelous story of her very soon. All right, moving on. So, there was, a, there was a, a student who graduated last year named Jessica Ketchum. I'm going to introduce her, too. I'm not going to forget, promise. And um, uh, Jessica went uh, with. Uh, Uh, with with Mike and Carrie Pickett to to Russia. And Mike and Carrie, what they're doing in Russia is impossible to capture. It goes in so many directions. And you know a story has to go in one direction. And so Jessica chose the visit of our healing school to Russia as the backdrop for this story. Now what you will see in this story is not a tourist camera, but a storyteller's camera at work. And if you noticed a little while ago, one of my storytellers was on stage here, moving around with a camera, all right? I teach them to do that. Because you have to take the camera where the people can't go to give them an experience they would not otherwise have. And to tell the story of the healing school in Russia, you've got to show the prayers for healing and some of the the moments and in a short period of time capture this so that you can feel what it's like to be with our team in Russia, the healing school. So let's roll that video now. Thanks, guys.
0: Something powerful happened recently in the remote villages of central Russia. Karis Bible College students from Colorado invaded, conducting a healing school for CBC Russia director Carrie Pickett.
2: We're having a fantastic time here in Nizhevsk. It's in central Russia. We're out in the villages. We brought dozens of pastors from all over this area and from even far away, eight, nine, 10 hours, have come in to hear on healing. And then also what we're doing with our students is as they're hearing this, they're also going to other villages where people can't come in to get prayed for. We're going out to them with, uh, with the students, with translators, going and seeing healings. We're so excited about this. We had our very own healing school right here in the in the little village. We've been specifically ministering on healing uh, during this conference. We've seen people set free in their, in their eyesight's been healed, hearing, people that have struggled with arthritis for years. We've seen lots of miracles and healings. People set free from years of um, religious bondage, set free in their hearts and their minds. We've had people um, just set free in their physical bodies, whereas they can, they can move now and they couldn't move before. They're so excited, so hungry for the world. It's been such a privilege to be here.
0: This is the first update provided by third-year media school graduate Jessica Ketchum on location in Russia. Nice work, Jessica. For information on how you too can become a world changer, visit awmi.net and click on the Bible College tab.
1: Something powerful. Jessica, stand up. Now, Amanda graduated with this class last year. Jessica graduated, and she went to work for a software company, traveling the United States with her camera, capturing stories of their software, making a difference in businesses around the United States. But that wasn't enough for her. She had to go back to Russia and be a missionary. And now she's looking for an opportunity to do that again. She's back to get, get more work so that she can do more missions work. That's what happens out of this school, out of this building now. That's what it's all about. And there's another example. All righty. Well, I have one more I'd like to talk about. I have another story teller in the room that I want to feature. Um, and uh, he's a Caris Bible College grad. In fact, he just did graduate from night school. And he went to night school this last year so that he could work for me during the day. Uh, Like Autumn, uh, he came by, I saw his skill level, and I wanted to mentor this young man and bring him forward as a storyteller. And I'm going to ask you to tell me how well he did. That happens to be him with the camera right there, he's very (laughs) subtle. Notice the scarf around his neck? (laughs) This guy, this guy looks like he came from a film school in Europe, all right? So let's check out his work. I asked him to do a special story for the ministry. Now, this story was, uh, I I might mention a couple things about the stories. I think I have time. First of all, the first story that you saw, uh, Amanda's story, is a class assignment. Imagine that. Imagine that you can go to school and actually make a difference in a ministry at the same time while you're in school. That video was required to be no more than three minutes long. So that was a disciplined piece of work for Amanda to get what she wanted to say, put into that period of time. I think she did an awesome job. And, and it, was such, it was such an outstanding piece of work. It's now on the Mellow Memories website, helping them connect with their their support base out there and make a difference in the bottom line for that ministry. Um, and uh, Jessica's, we featured her story on our program because, of, because we want you to understand the fruit of your investment in Karis Bible College. We want you to understand and get a feeling for it. You saw all those students from Karis in Russia making a difference in a lot of lives. And Jessica capturing those moments of ministry and putting them together in that, in that report so that it was more than a memory. Now, it's a connection between you and what you've done here and you can can feel something of the investment you've made in the lives here uh, at Karis Bible College. Um, Also uh, in like manner uh, on our broadcast, we want to share that it's not all about our students. They can't be here without you. As Andrew explained, this building would have cost each student $55,000. They can't pay that in tuition. You paid that tuition. You you paid that amount. You made that possible. And we're going into phase two, and many, many more lives are gonna be impacted through this this ministry here, and the stories will just multiply and multiply beyond us. I, I, I see no end to it. Why? Because there are varieties, plural, of effects. And I'm looking at them. And there are so many more out there you can't see. People watching on the live stream this morning people who watch Andrew's broadcast by the millions around the world. We only get to see a few of them by comparison when we travel, and every time it's the same. My life was changed, changed, changed lives everywhere around the world. And it just fills us up with great feelings of what we're doing here, and what we're doing here cannot happen without you. And so with that in mind, we tell stories and we share them on television. One of the things that I, over the years has been true is we realize that we don't tell the story of Andrew Womack Ministries nearly as well as we should. Now, my, my approach to that has been, it's better to tell one story well, a Carly and Ashley Hannah story, which has around the world you know, just made such a difference, um, And uh, Rachel and Kevin, sitting over here. Um, Some of you may know of their story, homeless in New York City, drug addicts. Stand up, Rachel, Rachel and Kevin. What a marvelous story that is. They feed people all around the Pikes Peak region now, from homeless to feeding people. And you enabled that. When we played their story in 2011, when I first talked about this, You came up and gave them $11,000. Just give it to them. And they have been so blessed to increase their ability to do what they do. That's what I'm talking about, the story of the blind man. It makes a difference how the story is told, and the bottom line can change. All right. Now we're going to tell another story in a different way, because part of what is very true here is Andrew's heart has been that we not only do what we do here, we support other ministries. You don't know about that. I'm shocked and amazed to find out how many people, how many ministries actually you're supporting when you support Andrew Anulamic Ministries. So I want to tell you about just one, okay, and that's my way. If I tell you about one, and I show you a list of 20, and you feel good about that one ministry, just know there are 20 more stories coming, okay? We want you to know what all you're doing when you give to support Andrew's ministry. All right, so we're gonna tell one story. This is a story that Jeff put together recently. Let's roll it.
0: The friends and partners of Andrew Womack Ministries not only support the worldwide broadcast of Gospel Truth Television, a portion of their gifts are used to support more than 20 other worthy ministries around the world. Organizations like Water Springs Ranch, a privately funded ministry providing Christian homes to
3: abused and neglected children in Arkansas. The land that Water Springs is on now, it actually started as some family-owned land that Carl and I purchased back in the early 1980s. We have four boys of our own, and they were raised here on the property. And we purchased a home, but there was a desire, there was a longing in our heart uh, to help abuse and neglected kids. And uh, so we began Water Springs Ranch, and we opened the first house in 1989.
2: We started with one home, which every home, if, if I could take you to every home, every home has a miraculous story behind it. The property has a miraculous story behind it. Everything about it is God, because we could not have done it.
3: Everything that our kids need from education to medical and all of that, we're fully responsible for all of their needs and God has just miraculously provided the funds for us to be able to take care of that and to take care of our kids.
2: Several years ago, some friends gave us some CDs by Andrew and we had come out of a denominational church and we're in a charismatic church and I was just crying out to the Lord. That he would just show me. I knew there was something more. I knew there was something that I was missing in my life. I was listening to The Balance of Grace and Faith, and I would play it, and I would call David to come back and listen to it, and I would play it, and I would. go back and listen to it.
3: It was life-changing for me. I began to see things totally different than I had before. One of the teachings that probably made the biggest difference in my life had to be spirit, soul, and body.
2: I just began to understand for the first time and it began to click within me is the only way I know how to say it.
3: Our kids, this revelation that Carla and I gained and that understanding that we had, they had to have it.
2: They needed to see the goodness of God. They needed to know that God loved them and that He accepted them. And uh, So when it began to transform our lives, we knew that we wanted to share it so that it could be imparted to them. And So we began sharing at our Bible studies that we have every Wednesday with our children, spirit, soul, and body, the balance of grace and faith, just one thing after the other so that they could have an understanding of who they are in Christ
3: whether it's been uh, physical abuse or sexual abuse, neglect, whatever the case may be, that God loves them and He loves them unconditionally and He has wonderful grace that is provided for them. They are a new creation in their spirit and they're perfect and they're pure.
0: Well, your spirit is perfected, it's the perfect side of you and your soul is also your mind and if your mind is not renewed, it, it won't be perfected.
2: You want to do things of your flesh, when it's really your spirit, you know, get saved. I don't even think they understand, really when they come here, because they're so hurt. They've been rejected. And so it's the Word that's imparted to them that brings emotional healing and stability to them. And uh, it's that truth of God's Word that truly makes them free. That's spirit, soul, and body, it's all. It's the whole person, and you have to work with all to make that child be able to function in life.
3: We provided homes that look just like your home or my home. They don't look like a dormitory or institution in any way whatsoever. We have Christian house parents who love our kids and abide by the policies and things that we feel like that the Lord has led us to put in place.
2: I moved to Water Springs when I was about nine years old. This is where I stayed, in the Dempsey home. I stayed here until I graduated high school. Then they have what they call a transitional living program. I stayed in that. I worked, went to beauty school, graduated, got my license, and I've been doing hair ever since. I might not have really realized at nine years old that it was going to be a permanent thing. Everything that, that I've done in my adult life is always something that is reminiscent of my Water Springs life. I would just like to thank Andrew and Jamie Walmart and the partners, thank you for making this possible for us and possible for the children here, possible for our staff, and I believe possible one day for this community.
3: Not only are you supporting Andrew Wollman Ministries, but you're also supporting ministries like Water Springs Ranch, and you're making an eternal difference in the lives of children.
1: 20 more stories to go. We're just getting started on that series. Jeff Giamo, stand up, my friend. (laughs) That's the legacy of CBC, there. And that's what it's all about. And that's what storytelling is coming alongside a ministry and a minister helping them to communicate effectively and more effectively. And there is no end to the development of this art form. And there's no end to the varieties of effects in your life. We will never run out of stories. but I want to make an appeal here. We do need more storytellers. And if you're watching on the live stream, and if God is touching your heart here today, I'll tell you something that blew my mind today. You know, it's always it's been mentioned a number of times that my dad's a preacher, and he wanted me to follow him in the pulpit, and I didn't do that. This is the ministry God chose for me. And I'm comfortable with that, and I'm, I'm happy with it. But yesterday, a minister came up to me, and he said, I want to go to your media school. This is a preacher. He's been a minister for many, many years. Denison Strong, are you here? Don't see him. There he is. Right back there. Ah, what a full circle. You know there are no unimportant jobs in his kingdom and in serving him. Nothing is small, nothing behind the scenes is insignificant. It's all part of what it takes uh, to see the kind of thing we're seeing happen right here on this blessed property. Uh, It's got a story. All right, before I uh, give up my time here, I just would like to introduce David and Carla Watley who run Water Springs Ranch. I believe they're in the crowd somewhere. Now when you stand up, remain standing a little bit, okay? Stay. Every bit of that applause is also for you, Jeffrey. Every bit of it. I don't have anything more to say.
0: We hope your heart has been quickened by hearing the Word of God through this message. It's the faithful support of people like you who make this ministry possible. We invite you to prayerfully consider becoming a partner with Andrew Womack Ministries. We maintain a website at awmi.net. Our helpline number is 719-635-1111, or you can write us at P.O. Box 3333, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80934. Until next time, we pray that you'll reach out by faith and receive everything that's yours through God's grace.